close to the oil hours, but Lee is in true oil, 1 a.m., close to 1 a.m. On, on the East Coast. Lee, what, what oil brand, if you could choose one, to would sponsor oil pods? That's a great question, Adam. The first one that came to mind is Pennzoil, because uh, I don't know much about the company, but they seem reliable, they seem sturdy, and uh, I like the name. It's got a nice ring to it. Surprised you didn't go Good for choice. Mobile. Does it mobile have oil? Yeah. Well, they don't have their own uh, brand of oil. Yeah, they do. It's not, it's not their... What's it called? Mobile I would assume... Oil? Yeah, mobile. Mobile. doesn't roll off the tongue quite like Pennzoil. Pennzoil, uh, Steve Parks used to jo- ride the uh, the number one Pennzoil car in NASCAR back in the day when I was a fan. Wow. <laughs> Is there a mobile? Is there a mobile driver as well? Is that a sponsor? Uh, there's in NASCAR? been a couple of mobile drivers. There's a, nothing, nothing off the top of my head, but there's nothing like been Home sponsors. Depot. Uh, Tony Stewart, smoke. <laughs> yeah. Um, AFC East, baby. Uh, let's get it cracking. We'll start with, of course, the lowly New York Jets, coming in last in the division last year. Had their uh, rookie quarterback Zach Wilson. He had some injury issues. A little rough start to the season. Tommy likes to to uh, talk about his, his strong finish. Yep. Uh, we can maybe dive in a little deeper on that. Uh, this is just a team right now that I don't feel super confident in making a, a jump in year two. Um, a lot of people like their over. I know Tommy Tommy win totals. I don't know what you have over there in terms of the Jets' win total. Um, not something that I would be uh, in favor of, of getting on. Um I don't know. I think the I think there's some positive aspects of this rebuild. Um, other aspects, I think they're just overpaying players who used to play for the 49ers. Um, I obviously, you know, kind of my pre-draft opinion of Zach Wilson was not very high. He didn't really do anything in, in year one that changes my uh, opinion on him. Um, you know, obviously, I'm not I'm not saying it's over for. Well, I mean, my opinion on him from the start was it's kind of over for him, but you know. I don't know. Zach Wilson to me is, is not going to be the franchise quarterback of the Jets. I'll put it that way. And he didn't really do anything last year to change my mind on that. Um, their draft was was pretty good. I, I mean, getting getting Jermaine Johnson, getting Sauce Gardner, getting Garrett Wilson in the first round is, is a pretty great haul. Um, you had Brees Hall in the second round at running back, which they, they needed a guy. But, um, you know, nothing really in, in the middle of the rounds. No meat there uh, on the draft from for some trade-ups and, and you know, and whatever. Joe Douglas has done that over the last few years. But, uh, Lee, are you – I know last year we were, we were down on this team. Are you uh, seeing this through rose-colored glasses for the Jets? Uh, not particularly. I think the team's better than it was last year. I will say I'm going to give a shout-out to Michael Clemens, the DN from Texas A&M. They got, I think, in the fourth or fifth round. Um, really big guy. And I turned on the, the A&M Alabama game a while ago, and he really popped off kind of. I was like, well, where'd this guy go? And apparently he's been making some noise early 
and spring ball and whatnot for the Jets. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, they spent a lot of money in free agency. I wasn't a huge Garrett Wilson guy. I think he's a good player. I don't think he's going to come in his rookie year and be a wide receiver one. So that leads me to believe this team doesn't really have a wide receiver one. I think there are some concerns along the offensive line. Tommy was a little bit higher on Lake, Lake and Tomlinson <clears throat> than both you and I were, Adam. Um, I like the drafting of Brees Hall. I think he's one of the best players in college football last year, bringing him in, pairing him with Michael Carter, who overperformed, I think, uh, by my standards at least, in his rookie year. looked like a really formidable running back. Um, I think that that's going to be a nice little two-headed monster in the backfield. But when it's all said and done, man, Zach Wilson doesn't really uh, doesn't do much for me, and that's kind of going to be the, the bottom line when it comes to this team. I'm not necessarily convinced uh, Robert Sala is an NFL head coach. Um, it's a little too early to come to a conclusion about that, but I've never been, you know, nothing he really did in his first year convinced me. Uh, this team pretty much, in my opinion, performed exactly how I expected them to last year, and they were one of the worst teams in the league. Um, in order for them to take the step that I think Tommy, I don't want to, you know, misquote him, but the, the, the step that I think he's expecting them to make, they need to improve um, insurmountably in order to compete in this division, to reach 500 in this division. They need to overperform. Um, and I just don't really see that happening. I think that there are some significant holes on this roster um, outside of just the quarterback position. Uh, you know, getting Carl Lawson back is good, but I don't know. I'm still not convinced this defense is going to be anything more than scrappy middle of the pack defense with some young, good young players on it. But ultimately, in this division, man, I still think this team is going to end up probably uh, in that five to six win range. Um, I wouldn't touch their win total. I'm not, you know, banging my fist to bet the under, but I think it's probably the right price. I think this is a five or six win team, and I think they might be faced with a pretty tough decision next year if they do indeed end up winning five games where it's like, if you have a top five pick and there's a quarterback there, that's going to be a long conversation for Joe Douglas and company to have. Um, if Zach Wilson does indeed perform to the same level this year that he did last year and doesn't take that step to make everyone in the league believe and the people in that building believe that he is indeed the franchise quarterback. So... Um, that's pretty much where this conversation starts and ends, is whether or not Zach Wilson can be a franchise quarterback. So if he proves that this year, you know, this could be a team that ends up winning seven games, I think, <laughs> even if he has a good year. Um, I don't think that they're going to be able to um, hold their weight in the division. Um, so that's kind of my stance on them. And I want to underline the fact that I, I don't think this offensive line is great, even with bringing in Lake and Tomlinson. You still have George Fan at left tackle. I know he played decent last year. I don't think he's a left tackle, um, a starting caliber left tackle in the NFL. I don't think that you can get away with starting him for 17 games and him holding his weight. Zach Wilson faced a lot of pressure last year. I think it's probably going to be the same this year, especially with some of the defenses in this division. So, yeah, I think the win total is priced right, and I don't want to give too much away, but this is going to be one of the more certain opinions I have about the team finishing last in the division. Yeah, win total for the Jets is at five and a half. 
now minus 143 to the over, uh, plus 110 to the under. Yeah, I mean, you guys are both, uh, I can't, like, I think pretty much the handicap with this team comes down to Zach Wilson. I kind of disagree with you, I guess, Lee, a little bit in terms of, and probably you too, Adam, I think this is a good roster as far as, like, NFL rosters go. Like, there's, there's no... I guess it comes down to George Fant and obviously what you think of Zach Wilson, but everywhere else, this is there's some patchwork, but there's no like gaping holes, and except I guess if you want to say tackle is for one of them between Becton and Fant, but by all accounts, Fant's a guy they like. I'm not gonna act like I watch a bunch of George Fant. I think what Lee said is true. Uh, Zach Wilson was on under a lot of pressure last year, but. I think the offensive line is is not really the weak point. Um, yeah, I, I I mean we all like the draft. I think I mean Tommy. Here's I guess here would be my question about the roster because I don't necessarily disagree with your point there that it's like not a bad roster. I guess my whole thing is like this is kind of the like Joe Douglas after Joe Douglas took over. Like this is somewhat of like now it's like fully his team. And you've gone through two drafts now with the the Seahawks picks. Um, you know you have your your franchise quarterback theoretically that you drafted high, and it's like for all of that, like I don't think you know it's like where's like even if Zach Wilson was good this year, like where's the ceiling? Like what what players are you really hanging your hat on? I mean, most of the the players on the team outside of Quinn Williams. Like the stars on the team, and I guess like how many second contracts are on this team? Um, obviously, you know, at linebacker with Mosley and Quincy Williams, like it's it's fine. Like I just think they 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 brought in um, what's his name from yeah DJ Reed from Seattle. I, and also, I mean, Adam, I think it just comes down to Wilson too. Like Joe Douglas, hundred percent has drafted well, and if he hits on the quarterback, then he's gonna look really good. And who's to say what the ceiling is? I don't know. Like it. it Depends on the division. Obviously, we're going to get to the Dolphins next. I think we all kind of have the same feeling about that team. And if Zach Wilson takes a step and this offense is electric, and I don't even want to like use that big of words, but if this is a solid offense and the defense, like this is a team that could be squirrely if you have a good quarterback. I think if we put, you know, if you use this with Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, or Trey Lance, any of the other quarterbacks that you guys especially were high on, they, you would be you would see some excitement here. Now, obviously, the division comes in. This is a tough division. It's a tough conference. But overall, I believe this team is moving in the right direction. Uh, Lee, I do think you you do bring up a solid point about Salah. I'm I'm not you know I was excited about him last year, but I do agree with you that there's I'm not as ready to anoint him as you know. It, it, this regime is still very early on, and a lot of it depends on this on this year. But I do think that this team is going to be better than last year, and I do think this is a team that can win seven or eight games. I um, want to say um, too, sorry, Tommy, before you really get into your diatribe, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, Zach Wilson exhibited a tendency in his rookie year that he had at BYU that I noticed, which is he he has a tendency to turn his back to the defense when he's under pressure, um, and that's that's a huge problem, and it doesn't seem to be going away. Um, and I think that costs the Jets. Uh, it can put your offense into certain, like into spells. Um, and, and this Jets team, if I'm not mistaken, I don't have the data in front of me, but they went through like kind of a lot of scoreless bouts during the season where they were in a, unable to score touchdowns. And if you look at the first, they have a week ten bye. 
if you look at their first nine games, they will not be favored Brutal. in one of these games. They start out with the gauntlet of the AFC North in Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. Even without Deshaun Watson starting that Cleveland game, you're assuming, I think they'll be very lucky to win two of those games. I more reali- realistically see them winning one or zero of those games. Then they play Miami at Green Bay, at Denver, versus the Patriots, versus Buffalo before the bye. This is a team that I don't think has the tools, although they can be squirrely, to really get through that gauntlet of nine games against that caliber of teams and you know come out with, with four or five wins. Um, and I think in order for them to really make that next step, they need to be that it's caliber on, of team. It's completely on Zach Wilson. If Zach Wilson is a gamer quarterback and is taking the requisite steps that you'd like to see in a year two quarterback, then that's I think I think that's where the team's ceiling is. And whether that's seven games they win or you know in a more it's, it's ten games and there's some and they somehow are in the playoff conversation. I like it's I think it's a spectrum of that and that's what I'm expecting to see from Zach Wilson this year is him you know he had his rookie year um there was some ups and the, and there were certainly some downs too and it's about him you know seeing what he has in year 2 and putting it all together with like you said Lee this is a better team um I think you guys both bring up a a good point like if this if you have a top 5 pick next year and you know Zach Wilson what he puts on tape this year isn't up to snuff, then you certainly have a conversation. You certainly have a conversation there, and uh, we'll we'll just have to see. But Tommy, did Zach Wilson um, disappoint you in his rookie season? Is your opinion of Zach I Wilson think, uh, changed after his rookie year? Or are you pretty much no, in the same spot? I think I was I was too high on the top four quarterbacks last year. I thought they all were going to come in and explode. Zach Wilson. Down the stretch when he came back from his injury, I thought had flashes. Obviously, there's some bias there. That's me watching. Um, I think he's a gamer. I think he has. I think we saw what he was hyped up as coming out of BYU. The arm talent that he has, the throws that he's able to make, and again, he's a rookie. Like I think with quarterbacks, we really have to take take a solid sample size. And I think especially me after the 2018 draft class, you know what we've experienced with that with all of us. That was year two of uh, BJP, what we experienced in the scouting uh, process with all those quarterbacks. Each one of those, you know, it was Baker year one, it was Lamar year two, it was Josh Allen year three. I think we, I think, I think quarterbacks need time, and that's why I think it's it's interesting if this is a Jets team that wins three to five games. Um, are you going to give Zach Wilson patience? Are you going to give solid patience? Are you going to give Douglas patience? So I think, I think it's it is kind point, of a cliff here. If think you look at Lamar in and Josh Allen. Those are guys that have an extremely good infrastructure, good coach, and a really good team built around them that has allowed them to, I think, experience the success. Not, I mean, obviously a lot of it has to do with them, but um, a lot of it also is the infrastructure of the franchise. Um, And the Jets have been a historically poorly run franchise, and I feel like a lot kind of needs to go in their favor. A lot of chips need to fall. Um, in their favor in order for these things to... I mean, to... Am, I, am I crazy for thinking that, like, that doesn't... Like, how much should the history matter if you think that the present regime is good? Like, like for the Lions, for example. Like, if you believe in the Lions regime, um, just like, not even saying that you guys superly do or, or superly don't, but 
it's well, just I think if you the difference is I the think... Lions haven't drafted their franchise quarterback. Um, I would feel a lot differently about the Lions if they drafted a franchise quarterback with the number two pick and he had a rookie year the same as Zach Wilson did. Do you think um, it could be possible that I think they could get the quarterback wrong in Wilson and still like I, I I'm I'm just saying as a possible like Wilson excuse like in the same way that Gase was used against Darnold, I think this is on Zach. I mean, unless again, it is still early, but it's, I'm I'm most confident in Joe Douglas. I think Joe Douglas is a good GM. I think if this fails for the Jets, I would love to see Joe Douglas get another team uh, another chance with another team because I do think he's really good in the draft, and I don't know. I just view him as as one of the better GMs, and I mean, I could be wrong about that, but. A lot of questions with the Jets this year. I think it is entirely down to to the quarterback and how good is Zach Wilson. Uh, one of these quarterbacks you'd think is going to have one of these uh, you know year two leaps that we've seen year after year. Um, and I guess we could talk about that the more we get into these second year QBs. Let's yeah, let's go let's go to the Dolphins because I think the Dolphins are like kind of in a similar situation. Obviously, you know the new head coach is a little bit different, but. A quarterback who there's still major question marks about, kind of paired with a roster that is, you know, not all that bad, especially on offense. Uh, Tua's got a lot of weapons. Uh, obviously, the trade for Tyreek Hill, um, signing Teron Armstead is huge uh, for that offensive line, which has kind of struggled over the past couple of years. Bringing in a, a couple guys in, in the running back room, too, Raheem Mostert and Chase Edmonds getting some speed. I mean, there's speed all over this offense. Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, Cedric Wilson, Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert. Um, it's got to be one of the fastest uh, teams uh, on offense in the NFL from the skill position standpoint. Even Mike Gusecki, too. One of the better uh, tight ends in the NFL. So, theoretically, man, this offense is loaded. And, again, just like we were saying with the Jets, it's kind of like up to Tua to, to make it all work. If Tua can't, hey, there's Teddy Bridgewater kind of waiting in the wings. But... I don't think any of us are saying that if Bridgewater was starting that this team would still maybe make the playoffs. Obviously, he was in Denver with, with not such a bad supporting cast as well. Um, I think the defense, too, is is you know a, a point of, of strength. Um, I think losing... Jeez, um, Brian Flores is a, is a tough blow for the defense as a whole. Um, but Jalen Phillips had a good rookie year. Manuel Olga uh, continues to... Put up good numbers year after year. Christian Wilkins is a very solid interior defensive lineman. Xavier Howard, Javon Holland had a good rookie year. Byron Jones still there. Um, so there's there's a lot of pieces on this team. Um, I ultimately just think with the inexperience, um, with the coaching staff, and Tua, who has shown nothing to me that shows that he's a franchise quarterback, I, I still think this team is going to struggle a little bit this year. I also think it's just interesting. I mean, we were talking about the NFC East, right? Teams like the the Cowboys and the Eagles, who you know have definitely some question marks, but considering the conference as a whole, um, you know, definitely have, both of those teams have a good chance to make the playoffs. For these teams like the Dolphins and the Jets, it's just so hard for me to see them making the playoffs just based on the the other teams that are in this division and the other teams that we've already even just talked about with just one division. Yeah, I mean, this piggybacks off the Jets, like the Dolphins to me are just a much better version of the Jets. Um, I think they have better receivers. I think they have a better offensive line. I think they have a better defense. And yeah. Tua is the is the kind of where the question mark is. <laughs> yeah. um, whether or not I think Zach Wilson is better than Tua or Tua is better than Zach Wilson is kind of irrelevant. I kind of would put them in, this, in a similar category. 
I genuinely probably think Tua is better if I had to pick one of them. But even if you switch the teams of these guys, the Dolphins to me are another team where it's like the infrastructure's there. I think the roster's built well. I think this is a much deeper team than the Jets. Um, I think they have more firepower than the Jets. Like you said, Clep, I think they have more speed. Um, I think they're a better team. I think they have a better offensive line. So this is just, to me, a step up from the Jets. But again, you have the question of quarterback. Um, and I personally do not think and have not thought that Tua is a franchise quarterback. And I don't think that he's going to prove that this year. And I ultimately think that's probably going to end up ultimately getting in the way of them uh, making the playoffs or making... Lee, we've been, we've been sharing like opinions, I guess, about coaches, right? You were talking a little about Ron Rivera... Mike McCarthy, that sort of thing. I mean, how, do you think there could be any sort of hangover from Brian Flores, like guys on the team who liked him? Yeah. Now going to Mike McDaniel? For sure. I, I brought that up earlier, I think a couple months ago. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a super comfortable transition when your coach is kind of a, a player's coach and a guy who is relatively successful for the roster he inherited in his first two years and then kind of gets kicked to the curb because he has irreconcilable differences with the general manager, um, whatever you want to say, a lawsuit ensues. Um, and then you get Mike McDaniel coming in, who's a first-year head coach and kind of comes from the Shanahan brain trust. Um, you know, time will tell whether or not that's necessarily an upgrade. I think Brian Flores was a pretty damn good coach, so I have a hard time believing it's going to be a year-one upgrade. Um, and I do think that it could cause for, especially on the defensive side of the ball, when you go from such a defensive guy who is relatively successful to a new age offensive guy who's making a lot of changes on the offense. You make a big trade. Um, you still have the same quarterback. Yeah, I, I think that can probably cause for a little bit of concern when it comes to if they start losing some games, um, some controversy in the locker room. But ultimately, my lack of confidence in this team comes from the quarterback position. And I just don't think two is really up to snuff to compete with the two teams we're about to talk about in this division. Yeah, uh, I think you guys set it up very nicely. Um, I see the parallels. I think, uh, yeah, I, th I, th I mean, I think, I think it's, I don't know, I think the rosters are probably more similar than you guys do. But, again, first-year head coach in McDaniel, who's a guy I personally – tend to like. Um, I like the idea of him. He seems impressive, like whether or not he's gonna that's gonna translate into him being a good coach. I, I don't know, but I do like the intangibles with him. Um, but again, you guys talked about it. It's 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 an offense that, that gets me excited from the skill possession. Um, just Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, I mean I comped Jalen Waddle to a, a poor I mean a middle class Tyree Kill. I, I really think I mean that's just a really it's that's really, that's a lot of skill. It's a lot of speed, like you said, Adam. All over the offense. It's a lot to get excited about. But the reason why I think I'm so kind of I'm I'm happy to fade this team is because we talk about comparing them to the Jets. And let me bring this win total in. We got an eight and a half up for Miami over minus one thirty three, under minus one hundred five right now as of uh, the twenty seventh of July. Um, and I know. I, when I got I got this number at plus 120, I believe, or plus 115. I don't know what the rest of you guys did, if, if you did at all. I know that's something we talked about. Um, but obviously, I mean, the Jets 5.5, the Dolphins 8.5, with Ali, you queued it up with the teams we're about to talk about, and also just the conference as a whole. And I was just peeping at the schedule um, as well. And it's, it's a tough schedule, just like the Jets, too, just the way they open up. 
you've got Patriots, and then they hit the same sort of gauntlet with the Ravens week two, Bills week three, Bengals week four. Then they get a potential cupcake with the Jets in week five. But, you know, Vikings, Steelers, you got to go to Detroit. Um, so I, it's hard for me to just buy into the hype of this working uh, year one. I think this I think this is a team that could be squirrely, and I, I'm not, you know, I just, I also, the offensive line, too, to me, is something that I'm not going to call a win yet, just for how bad they've been. You bring in Teron Armstead, but he's he's incredibly talented, but he's a guy who's had injury issues in the past. Connor Williams is, is solid, but he's not, he's nothing special, I think, personally. I know we all liked Eichenberg, so we'll see how he does it at guard, and then you, you still have Austin Jackson at right tackle, I think, as a turnstile, um, and has been a bust, so... That, with two other facing pressure, too, is something that I don't think is really going to be conducive to them winning, and I think this is going to be a frustrating season for Miami. Uh, can, because... we, can we have a quick Can we have a quick Tyreek Hill discussion? Yeah. Um, like, what, because, I mean, you know, again, I don't want to, you know, we can, maybe, we can bring out our little Tyreek theory, Lee, but, I mean, uh, is it going to work with Tua? I don't know. I think, um I don't know. I think there's a little bit of Tyreek Hill. There's a side of him in terms of, you know, the off the field Tyreek that, that wants to shine a little bit. Um, now that he's left Kansas city, um, which obviously is, is a much more, uh, I don't want to say like controlling, but they're, they're an organization that is, you know, is hyper-focused on, on winning Super Bowls and, and isn't exactly going to be accepting of distractions. Um, I, I just can see like, you know, through four weeks, I feel like he's gonna be out there and, and not really realize like what he left. I guess is my like I don't I can see this thing with Tyreek Hill going poorly. Yeah, I think there's no way Tyreek Hill um, matches his production in Kansas City. I just don't think that. And I mean, he's I think be... he's one of the best receivers in the NFL. I do but, too, but like, it's like I, I don't know. He's he's I do too. He's 28. Um, He's a speed guy. I think he's got a few years left in his prime, obviously, but he's he's dealing with a massive downgrade at quarterback, and he just got paid, you know, however much he got paid. Um, downgrade in scheme, probably too. Yeah, I think it's pretty much I mean, a yeah. downgrade, downgrade everywhere. Um, and yeah, I think that's probably a cause for concern. He's still going to make huge plays, but I don't necessarily think it's going to be. Uh, yeah, it I, seems like you know he has the impression that it's going to be a all smooth sailing, but he might wake up week four, and if they're one and three um, going to New York week five, uh, there might be some issues there with with the diva might come out. I think um, would be a lazy way to explain it, but uh, yeah. yeah, I I, I would I, probably probably I, be concerned about that. I think he still has the potential to, to ball out and probably I think is more of a threat to, to Waddle. I just think he's going to be so much the focal point of their, their offense, I think, just because of how much they're paying him and the, the kind of personality that you guys have kind of alluded to. Um, so, yeah, not much else to add. I think it's definitely I – def, I definitely think it's a possibility. But if – I mean, if he's balling out and Tua, like, gets it, then this is a, this is a pretty scary team, I think, uh, more, so, more so than the Jets, I would say. I know you guys are yeah, I, this team is better yeah. than the Jets. I mean, yeah. I want to be clear about that. Like, I think this team is clearly better than the Jets. Um, they have, you know, this is this is a really good roster. Their defense is really good. Their defense is proven. Um, their defense has a lot of depth. I think that the Jets are missing. And, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Like we said, kind of with the Jets, it comes down to Tua. Like I said, to, to, to start this all off, I just think this is a much better version, kind of, of the Jets. Tommy, do you want to kick off our conversation here on the Patriots? I mean, coming off a, a year where you, you made the playoffs, went to Buffalo, got crushed. Um, but Mac Jones showed the most promise, I'd say, of any of the, the first-year quarterbacks. I don't, maybe I don't want to say most promise, but he had the most successful season of the of the rookie quarterbacks. Um you know, Belichick's still at the helm. Are we uh, in on this team being in the playoff mix in a, in a crowded AFC? I think they're certainly going to be in the conversation. Uh, I, It's just, and I know I know you and Lee will probably agree, but it's just hard to argue against the floor, knowing what Mac Jones is, that this team is going to bring week in, week out. Um, and it, I mean, this is a team that doesn't have an offensive coordinator right now, and it's between Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, the, the offensive responsibilities, and... That just like doesn't matter to me, really. I don't. I it's 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 crazy. It should matter. I I it mean maybe it should, but I just I need to, tr- to. I'm personally treating it. I'll say like it doesn't matter because I just think I don't know. I, maybe I'm just maybe I'm just a, a dumb idiot for just blindly. I don't want to question because as soon as Brady left and even having Mac Jones last year, uh, when they had Cam and every and all that, I, you know, this is just a team that. I think it's, it constantly is going to offer a floor like this, like kind of how we talk about with the Steelers, um, but kind of on steroids just because I think Mac Jones is a, a good quarterback, a pretty darn good quarterback. And the whole conversation with him in the draft uh, was kind of like, if he's going three to San Francisco, he needs to have some, some Burrow-esque kind of uh, moxie to him and intangibles to him. And I think he showed that this is a, he's a guy who's going to be uh, – you know, doesn't have all the physical tools, but is a really good quarterback and can operate this offense, and the defense is going to be good. So just a high floor and a team that I think is probably going to be a lot like the team last year, I would I would say. Um, I think the Patriots are definitely going to make the playoffs. This is an identity mm-hmm. football team. I can confidently say Mac Jones is for sure the second-best quarterback in this division without question in my mind. Um, they have a really good offensive line. They've got a great stable of running backs. Um, and their defense is and has been really good. Um, I don't care who they lost. That doesn't that hasn't seemed to matter in the past. I don't think it's going to matter now. Um, I think by the time week five, week six rolls around and this team uh, gets a little worn in on the schedule, they're going to be really difficult to beat. Um, I have some concerns about the wide receiver room, but the, this is nothing new. Um, and I expect them to come out and do uh, what they do every year. I agree with Tommy. I don't have any concerns about the offensive coordinator. I think the offense is going to run fine. I don't think it's a very, you know, they're not going to beat you schematically offensively. They're going to, it's a war of attrition. Um, I love their defensive line. I think Christian Barmore is going to have a huge second year. He showed a lot of flashes as a rookie. Excited to see what Josh Uche can do his second year. Ronnie Perkins, Matthew Judon, obviously has proven he can get after the quarterback. Um, I think it's just a really well-built team. And as far as this division goes, to me, uh, they are kind of the team to beat outside of Buffalo. Um, I have a hard time seeing Miami with all the flash. You know, it's like a sizzle versus substance argument, in my opinion. Lee, and I was just going to, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Clep, if you were going to come in, but I just want to talk about the win total as well. Eight and a half, just like Miami, minus 125 to the over, uh, even to the under. So Miami is on market better than New England right now. 
uh, according to the market. And you got that week one matchup. I was just looking over the schedule, and I know we just did with Miami too. But, I mean, Patriots as dogs going to Miami to open up the uh, the season. I know. I'm, I'm sure Lee and I, uh, that we kind of like that look. I don't know. I don't know if I, I – don't, I don't like betting on the Patriots like week one. They usually – especially against Miami. I feel like they've had some trouble in the past. But as the season goes on, I think the Patriots are going to be very difficult to beat. Um, just looking over their schedule, you know, once they get into week five against Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago, that kind of – then the Jets um, and come out of that by week ten. I think they're going to be uh, a really difficult team to beat, and I think they're probably going to win a few games. Um, they're they're underdogs in. I mean, McDaniel. Uh, I was just going to say I, McDaniel. I, I don't know. I, I kind of want to push back on some of the things you said, Lee. I don't know. I mean, I I number just to start. Like, I think you guys brushing off the offensive coordinator situation is foolish. Um, a lot of the, I mean. Josh McDaniels was in control of the offense. He was in control of, you know, the start of the development of Mac Jones. Um, you know, Mac Jones needs to develop more um, to become a, a quarterback who is, you know, the reason this team wins games, um, not just a part of them winning games. And having having Matt Patricia, if Matt Patricia was my tight ends coach, I'd be concerned. I, the fact that he's involved in the offense at all is a joke, frankly. I, I don't understand what that any of that is about. Um, Joe Judge was not a good head coach in 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 New York. I don't really know what his offensive background is. He was the special teams coach in New England, and so you have those guys running the offense. A lot of the people who were part of the offense in New England last year left to Las Vegas with Josh McDaniels, so it's not like they even really promoted anyone from within. Um, so, like, if this team had maybe made a move, like, you know, gone to Joe Brady – or something to come in and offensive coordinator, I'd, I'd feel a lot better about it. But even just like a quarterback's coach that was promoted, uh, the fact that Joe Judge and Matt Patricia are any part of this offense is, is very concerning for, for Mac Jones's development. And then, I mean, Lee, you said this team is well-built. Like, I kind of understand where you're coming from. But at the same time, I think going back to Brady's last year in New England to – you know, the draft in 2022, there's been a more head-scratching roster decisions, um, personnel decisions, um, than there have been ones that I would agree with, I guess. Uh, I mean, they spent a lot of money in the free agency last year bringing in guys like Hunter Henry. Obviously, Matthew Judon had, had a good season, you know, things like that. But, you know, none of those guys are necessarily like star players, and you're spending a lot of money on them. Um, letting J.C. Jackson walk was a really strange decision. Um, obviously, the whole draft was kind of a head-scratcher. The Patriots like, have never played, paid a corner. Yeah. It's never, it's never happened. Yeah, but, it's not really again, in their philosophy. They, they paid Stephon Gilmore. I mean, what, what's the point? More of, often than the, not, they, they what's don't. The point? But, 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 but what's the point of letting him walk? Well, Stephon like, Gilmore also, uh, you know, I think was a better corner than J.C. Jackson. I think for what it's worth. Sure, again, wanted, again, again, again. I don't understand what the point of just letting him walk is. You Bill Belichick and him, company obviously believe that they can survive can, without J.C. Well, Jackson, and I don't necessarily with, blame them. I'd like, I'd like, 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 like uh, I mean, wh- whether or not it's a good decision long term is is whatever. You're worse for it this year, like Clep. So. I I I agree with you in terms of like how the roster is managed. But I just still believe in Belichick and just the product that he is going to That's fine. produce and, and in spite too, of that. But he's not like he's not like a wizard. Yes, like, he is. At, 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 
I mean, that's that's actually precisely what I know, he is. I know. I mean, I... and if you think that this Patriots defense is going to be getting cooked on the back end because J.C. Jackson walked in free agency, you're just mistaken. And we, we can agree to disagree. I think that this is going to be a strong secondary. I like Kyle Duggar a lot. I like them bringing in Jabril Peppers. I think they have a formidable formidable group of corners. If it were any other team, I would not believe as much in the corners, but it's not. Well, I don't know. I guess that's and, kind of my point is like if you looked at this roster and ignored the coaching staff or just even just ignored the fact that Bill Belichick is the head coach. Yeah, totally. I don't think you think much of the team. Yeah, but I think that you'd be making a grave mistake by ignoring the fact that Bill Belichick is the head coach because there's a history but, but, there. But there's a very reliable point, history. Specifically in the secondary. Like, Clip, don't you think it's impressive? Like, how much are you attributing to McDaniels? Because this is a team that I think overperformed, especially when they had Cam Newton to start and then Mac comes in week three or whatever it is, and this team won 10 games. And obviously, I think we all picked Buffalo in that, uh, in that playoff game. But, I, like, how – I guess even if everything that you're saying is true, it's like how bad is this team going to be? And the win total is eight and a half, and – the Dolphins are viewed on market as better than them right now, which I'm not saying that you necessarily agree with. But it's like, I don't, don't you think like their floor, like how bad is the offense going to be with Patricia and Judge with knowing that Mac Jones uh, relatively has his stuff as a quarterback and uh, the defense is going to be as... I think, I think it's well within the realm of possibility that this team is just like a little bit worse than they were last year and that with the stacked AFC that they don't make the playoffs. Like I, I kind of think that's my. I think pro- that's possible prognosis too. for the team. I think that's. Like, I think that's possible. I think. Too. I think the coaching on the offense. I, I really don't think. I think it's bad. I don't. I. I think it's going to be bad for them uh, that this is happening uh, in terms of the offensive coaching. Um, I think Mac Jones needs like help. Like he's good. He can function in a good offense. But I mean, Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, and Jacoby Myers. That's like a very bad receiving group. It's fine. I mean, yeah, very it's, bad receiving group. Like they don't the, use the their weapons. receivers the same way other teams do. Yeah. They're gonna run. They're it's gonna run the ball. Bad, they're gonna use man. their running backs as an extension of the pass game through screens. The same know, way they did last year. The same way they won last year. You don't have Brady anymore. You don't have Brady. Anymore. They made the playoffs last year with a rookie quarterback. So, you don't have Brady anymore. I mean, I, I expect I expect Mac Jones to improve. I think the offensive line is extremely good. I think I believe in Ramondre Stevenson. I think Ramondre Stevenson is a really good running back. I think Damian Harris is a great complimentary running back. They drafted two running backs to boot who are, I know Pierre Strong is like at least juice. decent. Um, they're going to have a good stable of running backs. It's a war of attrition. This is a this is a traditionally built team. This is not a modern NFL built team. I don't think you're ever going to see Belichick, you know, architect his team that way. And I don't doubt him. I'm not going to sit here and say. Oh well, they they lost their best cornerback, so they're they're going to regress. Well, I think Mac Jones is going to be a lot better. I think that they're going to be a, a, based on what? Based on the fact that he was extremely impressive last year, and by all the reports I'm reading out of camp and the building that he's in, and the people that are coaching him, that's that's what it is. I don't think yeah, Matt I, Patricia I also, or Joe Judge is going to be a bad offensive coordinator. I think that if anyone's qualified to make those decisions, it's Bill Belichick and that organization. And yeah, I. I also was just going to say, even if Mac Jones is, I think he has to like regress in order for this to be a bad situation and, and show and, you know, play with, I just think his, we, he's shown such a high floor. Like even if he plays as well as he did last year or it's, you know, oh, he's still, well, we still think of him the same way. Like that's a pretty darn good team if their defense is good and their offense isn't a complete disaster, which that's really what we're asking Patricia and Judge not to do is for it to be a complete disaster. And because of Bill Belichick, I'm comfortable uh, betting on that. 
This is this is also some like Bill Belichick is going to find each team's weakness. Specifically, when you talk about in division, when you talk about Tua and Zach Wilson, who we just got through talking about, two below average quarterbacks by year in my estimation, Adam, and Tommy's two barring Zach Wilson stepping up and being a gamer in, in year two, and they get to play these teams twice each. Um, that doesn't change for me. These teams still have to come to Foxborough. Miami has to come to Foxborough on January 1st. New York has to come to Foxborough on November 20th after the bye week. These are games that I expect the Patriots to win. I think they'll probably get one against Buffalo. These teams still have to come and play the Patriots. And that's not that's that's not going to be an easy thing to do. It wasn't an easy thing to do last year, and I don't find it to be any any easier to do this year. Um, I just believe, and, and, and you can call it blind faith. It probably is a little bit. I believe in this coaching. I believe in this infrastructure. I believe in this franchise. And that's the reason why I hold them to as high of a regard as I do, specifically in this division with after talking about the two teams we just talked about. Yeah, I mean it's 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 all fair. I think I think, you know, I don't think we're too far off in where we think what we think about the team. Um I guess my whole thing is I I just don't think the the organizational decisions, you know, have been that great and it's like I feel like Bill Belichick, it's like he's making up for his own shortcomings. So, I agree with that, so, Adam. I agree with that. That's, that's kind of what I feel like the analysis of the team is. It's like he's kind of creating the the, the roster should be better than it is. That's is, been that's been the case though for a couple of years. Yeah, even with so, the tail end of Brady and that's what I said. Yeah, from the last from the last year of Brady when he was trading second round picks for Mohamed Sanu and randomly signing Antonio Brown, like it's it's been head scratching decisions. How surprised would you be if? Jack Jones or Marcus Jones or Sean Wade is the best cornerback on the team this year. I wouldn't be that surprised. If a what young, does that even mean? What is that even worth, though? It's like, worth you looking exactly. at this depth chart and looking it's at the, the secondary and being like, how'd you let J.C. Jackson walk? That production that they – there's nobody better in the history of football at making up for lost production or seemingly lost value than Bill Belichick. J.C. Jackson and, was undrafted, no? Wasn't he undrafted? Sure was. Yeah, but that was because of off the field issues. Oh, my my whole my whole thing is, I mean, sure, like maybe one of them is the best corner on the team. Like, what what level is that even at? I mean, the the, the, the real I itself think, is not talent. The real question is like, how much does it matter though? Because you know that he's going to be coaching up. Exactly. You know? I mean, it, <clears throat> I mean, dude, about it. I agree with you, man. Like, I agree with you in theory, but it just is blocked by what Belichick brings to the table. Like, I don't think starting Malcolm Butler at cornerback is like on any other team. I'm like, wow, that's, that's probably not good. It's probably not good, but I don't know. I kind of have to, and I mean, Adam, I mean, are you, is this the second best team in the division for you still? Yes. Yeah. I also think this defensive line is going to be scary. Like it usually is. And that helps the secondary a lot. Yep. All right, let's, let's go to the bills. Um, we can maybe circle back to some more when we break the division. But this is, uh, I think, they are the Bills the Vegas favorite to win the Super Bowl this year? Yep. I believe so, win yeah. total, win total of 11.5, minus 143 Ooh. to the over, plus 115 to the under. Friend of the show, Carl Jones, right now is, is grinding with those camp, camp updates. Shout um, out Carl Jones, extension of the BJP, yep. friend of the show. Um, I mean, this is a really strong team. Um I don't know if the Super Bowl favorite 
maybe label is warranted, but um, I do feel like it's time for this team to, to make that run. Um, obviously, the, the game against the Chiefs was just uh, pretty ridiculous. Um, I would say things for the Bills that I think they that need to improve this year. Um, the run game needs to improve. Um, you know, it got a little bit better last year. It's still not kind of where it needs to be at uh, for for me to say that they'll, you know, maybe make that Super Bowl run. Um, and then, obviously, the pass rush in this defensive line needs to play, um, like, the resources and the money that's been poured into it in terms of draft capital and, and contracts. Um a lot of high picks on that defensive line, a lot of money on that defensive line. Um, it hasn't equated to um, the, the, that production that you want to see when you put that much uh, into it. So those those would be my, my two points of, of emphasis for this team. Outside of that, I think Gabe Davis is going to have a huge season. Um, I think Josh Allen is, is a top-five quarterback in the NFL. Um, obviously still needs to work on cutting down on those turnover-worthy plays, um, but... You know, as I like to say, Josh Allen makes like 10 to 15 wow plays a game. Sometimes you're saying, wow, that was awful. The other times you're saying, wow, I've never seen that before. So if you can make, you know, 13 out of those 15 on, on the good side of that, then, you know, that, that's, you know, where he starts to even maybe move higher on, on that list of quarterbacks in the NFL. So I think this team is really strong. I think they should be the favorites in the division. I expect them to win this division. Um, and I expect them to uh, make a run in the playoffs. I'm not. I'm not above potentially making this team my my Super Bowl pick. Yeah. Um, the only thing I would be concerned about with this team is the way they exited the playoffs the last two years. I think yeah. that can be particularly damning for a team when you come so close and it seems like you're right there. Uh, this is a team that probably should have been representing the AFC in the Super Bowl last year, all things considered. Um, I'm a little concerned about Kair Elam uh, slotting into that. Uh, starting cornerback position as a rookie out yeah. of Florida. Um, I think he lacks the physicality, and there were some coverage lapse, lapses last year at Florida that, that I'm concerned about, but it, it wouldn't be – we all know how it is for rookie cornerbacks. I think that might be – there might be some growing pains early. Wasn't in love with the Von Miller signing. Um, I think he'll be a good player, but um, I'm, not, I'm not as high on that signing as, as market, I guess. Um, this should be the division favorite. I think it would be a massive – failure if this team didn't win the division um yeah really good offensive line excited to see what james cook gonna cook is gonna do still think they might have some trouble running the ball um you know between the tackles still think that might be kind of an issue for them but they should be able to make up for it the loss of brian dable i think might be a little bit of, yep. of a of a negative ken dorsey the reports seem to be pretty high about him but Still, I think Brian Dable, we, you know, if you listen to the show, you know how high we all are on him. So I think that's probably a little bit of a downgrade. Um, but still, again, all things considered, this is a Super Bowl caliber team. They've proven to be that over the last couple of years, and I expect them to uh, step right back into that role this year. Schedule's pretty tough, but they're, they're going to be uh, – they're one of those teams that's going to be circled on everybody's schedule. They're, they're, yep. they're a tough game on everyone's schedule. So I expect them to, to bowl through it and uh, end up winning double-digit games this year. Again, yeah, not a lot to add to you guys. Roster is really strong. Um, I mean, even I think Isaiah McKenzie and Khalil Shakir, who was a wide receiver 16, my last receiver on my wide receiver ranks, um, 
So this is, I think this team is just deep, man. I just see depth all over. We got Cody Ford in a backup role right now, which is kind of shocking. Massively disappointing. Kind of shocking and disappointing. Um, but yeah, Lee, you brought it up, uh, Kyrie Elam. That could be kind of like an exploitable thing against their defense, potentially, depending on how uh, quick he can pick it up coming out of the gate. But a first-round guy learning from, you know, Tredavious White and being in that culture, I think, bodes well for him. Um yeah, and I think, Lee, you bring up actually a really good point uh, with James Cook and Klepp. You talked about their ability to run the ball. Like, Zach Moss, I think, is really the only running back uh, for whatever he's worth that really can effectively run between the tackles on this team. I think uh, James Cook is going to be a really fun kind of scat back that they're going to use and I think is very dynamic and is a natural receiver and it was one of my sleepers and a guy that I was high on. But not. Um, I don't know if he's a guy that they kind of can make the bell cow and take the load off of Josh Allen's leg, legs a little bit. It's going to be a running back by committee, I would assume, uh, with Singletary, Cook, and Moss. Uh, but that's that bodes well for them too. I mean, this is a, this is a really good team, man. This is a really good team. I'm kind of feel with you. I kind of feel you, Clep. And uh, I don't really have my Super Bowl pick uh, ironed out yet. But the Bills are we got are time. Easy, yeah. They we do have time. But the Bills, when you just look at their roster and how they finished the season last year, Lee, I think. You bring it up. It was on a poor note, but we all kind of think, oh, this this team probably should have won the Super Bowl last year. And if they uh, didn't lose to Kansas City, uh, they might have done that. So tough to uh, tough to fade this team really at all. Um, and as Pat White famously said, if ifs were fifths, we'd all be drunk. <laughs> I love that <laughs> quote. Um, That's awesome. The, one quick note on that Von Miller signing that you mentioned, Lee. Um, Obviously, like, I don't really, I guess, maybe agree, quote-unquote, with the signing, but it, it makes them better. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I don't know. Like, that's kind of the bottom totally. line is it, sure. it doesn't make them worse. Um, makes them better here. For and then one. and then I'll say, too, Lee, talking about the way they ex- exited the playoffs, um, week six, Bills at Chiefs, feel like if they come out and, and win that game, maybe some of those demons are exercised and this thing really launches off. What about Thanksgiving Day in, in Detroit? Oh wow, that's, that's just coming that's, to town that's, that's for Thanksgiving. An L. That's that's an L. That's trouble. Trouble in Motown, baby. That could be a blowout. <laughs> Bills are eight point favorites. I edit right that now. out, Adam. Bills are eight points favorites right now. Who are you taking, Adam? Give me the look, eight. Look a headline. No, lay look it. A headline. You okay. taking you taking the eight oh, with the Lions, or you laying it with God. Buffalo right now? I'm not. No comment. No comment. I plead the fifth. Lee, what, what are you taking? I'm not gonna. I'm not betting that game. The Lions money line. Um. Cool, man. I mean, uh, Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, Jets. Same here. Bills, Patriots, Jets, Dolphins. That's purely an emotional pick, Tommy, and you know it. It's it's like it's, it it's not really. I like I that you're shaking I, it up, but it, that's purely that's I pure think emotion. The right market there, is up. wrong on the Dolphins, and I want I want that to be known. I think I think <laughs> this is a team. You know, you got to keep firing. The Eagles are my team last year. This is my new my new fade team is the Dolphins for this year. So um, your two fade teams were the Eagles and the Titans. It's true. <laughs> you understand the Dolphins can get you to the window by two and a half games and still exceed the Jets' win total. I understand. All right. I understand, man. I'm, I'm expecting the Jets to win one game. they got to split against Miami. That's that's big that, for the... That might uh, not do it for them. The win total. Hey, we'll see, man. We'll see. 
We'll see. Lee, I mean, Lee, do you think do you think the Patriots are a playoff team? I do. I do. I think the right, Patriots. Who, who? I, I think the Patriots are going to be pretty damn good. Do you think it would be? Is it is it too much to to name your top seven teams in the AFC right now? Yeah, I don't want to do that. You can do that after the previews. So after the previews, because I think the AFC playoffs are are really interesting. Because I I don't necessarily know if I think the Patriots are a playoff team. Um, I guess how about Lee, this? Are you Lee? Are you buying? the narrative that the AFC is exceptionally strong. Um yeah, I would I would buy that narrative. It's definitely better than the NFC. How um, about how about ranking the AFC East and AFC West teams? The eight. You got Jets at eight? Yeah, I definitely have the Jets at eight. Jets at eight, yeah. Dolphins at I would at, have the Dolphins at seven. Dolphins at seven. Raiders Raiders, Patriots? I'd have the Chargers at six, Chiefs at five, Raiders at four, Patriots at three. I don't want to give out. I don't want to give out my top two. <laughs> the Patriots are lower than the Chiefs. No, the, the Patriots are above the Chiefs. Yeah, really. These get the Patriots in the top three. I, I, I would. The Patriots are better to, uh... than the Chiefs. I, 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 yeah, I'm with you. you think, who, who do you think wins more games in, in 2022? Um, I, I got to stick with the Patriots, man. Lee, I, I don't expect, know why. I, I expect put, the put, Patriots put to win on, 10 put a, games. Put a yap on it. Put a yap on it. Lee, why okay. are you not taking the Chiefs under? You might. I might, yeah. I might. So I know, but why is it not something that you're like all over right now? Because uh, they have the hardest Because I'm making college seen. football bets right now. I've made I've made one NFL bet, and it's the Steelers over seven. And we'll get we'll get to that when we preview the AFC North. All right, boys. Good, good burning with you. Good pause, Can you stay scheming.